Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome back to episode 165 of One Drunk Brother and Great Great Friend. Uh, Ethan Short back with us again. Back at it again. Um, Damn, Daniel. No, we are, we are, uh, we said we were going to take the week off, but there's just too much to talk about. And uh, it's Tuesday night, so we figured we're going to get our booze on uh, and bring an episode your guys' way. So that is on tap for tonight. Well, wherever the fuck you're listening to this, we've got LIV Live 54, however the fuck you want to say it, Golf League starting. We can talk about that, give you all the ins and outs on that. We got UFC 275 this weekend, uh, two title fights on that card. And then we're going to play a couple games, maybe at the end when we're a little sauced up. Uh, best thing you saw this week, and then drink or pass. I guess best thing you saw isn't really a game, but. Uh, you know, you get the point. Two little fun things we're going to throw on at the end, uh, or maybe even in between. So listen up and keep your ears peeled for that one. So, Ethan, without further ado, how's it going? What you sipping on? Uh, it's going pretty good. I uh, had a super long day at work, so I'm just drinking some McUltra infusions. Found uh, a nice. six-pack of that on my way home and been sipping on that pretty much the entire night. Right there, we go. We're gonna we're gonna make Ethan dive into the dive into the old whiskey bourbon collection here in a little bit. I got a I don't even know what this like the size of this. It's it looks like a fancy fifth. It's it is it's not quite as big as a fifth, but it is a bottle of Buffalo Trace, and the grocery store was limiting it to one purchase per customer. So uh, I got got that sipping on that. I already had three glasses of wine. Told Ethan that before we hopped on, so I'm I am ready to go. Uh, three glasses of wine with dinner, and uh, yeah, so let's dive on into it. Uh, really, the main point—not main point of discussion, but what we talked about uh, top of the show. Liv golf. I I don't really know what the fuck to call it because it's Roman. The the meaning of it is Roman numerals for fifty four because that's the number of holes. The yep. Each event will be, which is three rounds. So I guess we're going to, do you just call it 54 golf league? I guess. I mean, we could ask Quinn 92. That's what Quinn LIV. Like live golf. I mean, that's what, that's what they're, yeah. they're going for with it. Uh, but anyway, Ethan replied to our tweet today and it's like, Oh, what better time to have an episode? So we're going to get into the nitty gritty. If you haven't looked into it, I mean, if you're not a golf fan, maybe it might get you into golf because it's kind of interesting and a little bit different than how the PGA runs things. Ethan, have you looked into it at all or know what's going down? Yeah, actually, uh, the first I heard of it was last week. I was listening to the radio and listening to one of the ESPN shows on my way into work, and they brought it up because they brought up the fact that Dustin Johnson was joining it. And I was like, what? what like he's leaving the pga tour i like i have to look into this more and so i looked into it and at that point he hadn't resigned from the pga tour yet but he had obviously committed to the live tour uh what it is and at the time they were talking about it they're like yeah there's not a whole lot of big names outside of dustin johnson and a couple others and granted there really still isn't but just the idea around it is is really cool yeah it is i mean there's not a ton of big names but it is gaining traction uh, Dustin Johnson, so we're recording this Tuesday, he resigned from the PGA this morning to join. Biggest name on there, former world number one golfer, uh, not this past year, but the year before, won the FedEx Cup playoffs, uh, master winner, and PGA champ. No. Anyway, he's won two majors. He's yep. 
tied for second in the other two majors. One of the better golfers of the generation, if you, in my opinion. Uh, so he's joining, and it's there's a, there's a few other notable golfers. I mean, obviously Phil kind of backed the whole thing. Phil Mickelson got Louis Usazen, Sergio Garcia, Kevin Na, Taylor Gooch, which is a big name standout, really because he's young. Uh, Lee Westwood, uh, Ian Poulter, TikTok star, yep. uh, Kevin on Na. there. Yep, said Kevin Na, Charles Schwartzel, and oh, a big name too, James Pyatt. You might not know the name, but he's an amateur who played in the Masters this year. Uh, who was the? He, I think he won the World Amateur Tournament coming out of Michigan State. Was so the, they joined uh, the kid you mentioned earlier? Was he the fifteen-year-old? Because I know there's one on this I, that joined. I, I did not. I did not mention him. If so, but then, if so, that's crazy. Yeah. So that was that was like another thing is you know you have you have some lesser names that are joining, but then you've got like these really young guys, these, this kid who's 15, you know, he's in high school um, that can bring some excitement to it as well, which I thought was cool. Exactly. Uh, And so we'll get into the nitty gritty. I mean, really why we're talking about it is because the first event is this week slash weekend. Um, Like we said, they are only playing three rounds instead of four, which is a little bit different. Um, And it starts on Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time, so 8 a.m. here, because they're playing it in London. Now, a big thing is like, oh, this is the Saudi Arabian Golf League they talked about, chatted about, but most of the events are going to be held in the United States. Um, so it's really not that big of a deal. This one's just in London. Um, so you can – they're broadcasting it on their – it's like a free stream on their website, which I think yep. is pretty cool. Uh, and they're going to have – 60 on-course microphones, including ones worn by players and caddies and 50 cameras around the course capturing it. So I think that they're going to do a pretty damn good job of piecing it all together. I hope so. The first one might be a little bit rocky, but even though it's not broadcasted on TV, they seem to have a leg up on the PGA Tour because the PGA Tour broadcast is fucking horrendous. Uh, Well, yeah, I was just going to say it brings more access to the fans. Like that's the first thing that I noticed is right now you know when you've got you've got major championships it's on like cbs and you know some of them are on espn but a lot of the times it's espn plus if you don't have that subscription you don't get to watch uh specific groups or holes that you want to watch um and even then with the cbs broadcast you're barely capturing half of the the rounds it seems like so just the the access for the fans, I think, is going to be huge for the game. And then, you know, you'll get into it more, I'm sure. But just the the style of play as well, I think, will capture the eyes of a lot of people. Yes. Before we jump into that, just furthering on the on the TV broadcasting, like up until this year, whenever the PGA moved to ESPN Plus, like before it was, I think it was like NBC Gold or uh, NBC like Sports that. Gold, like package you had to buy. They were like gatekeeping their own sport away from the public. It was so stupid. Uh, but with this, it's free. It's on their website. If you don't have a smart TV, then you should probably buy one because people complain that they can't watch it on TV. I mean, yes, you can. <laughs> uh, just fucking cast it up onto your TV. It's not that difficult. Um, outside of that, I mean, there's so much that, that we're going to touch on here. Uh, just kind of explaining it to everyone who doesn't know. There's seven tournaments throughout the year, followed by team championship at trump national in miami which i think is awesome uh <laughs> just just i mean just the location and everything so mm-hmm. there's really only eight events and uh, you notice how i said team championship that dives into a whole other spectrum that is yet to be uncovered that we don't get in the pga so while each player competes individually at these seven at the first seven tournaments stroke play yada yada there's like teams going on in the background of it as well so there's 12 team captains a lot of them are the big names and some of them are other i am assuming they're bigger names overseas like in uh you know golf leagues in the middle east and europe and asia and stuff like that uh but dustin johnson obviously is one of them and i think it's funny because they like have their own team names and quote-unquote unique uh, team colors, whatever the fuck that means. I don't know if they're all going to be matching that day, or, <laughs> or, or, or like have logos or what. But it's going to be wicked to see. Have you well, have you looked at the logos that were released tonight? Logos or team names? 
they have the team names, but they also have the team logos. I have not seen the logos. I saw the team names earlier today, and it's like some of them are pretty stupid. But it's like you got to think culturally. Yeah, like of the, I'm, I'm sorry, but like of these like a of these Asian golfers and everything, it's like not really necessarily their first thing is coming up with team names. They uh, the I'm I'm just gonna put it out there. The the logos are horrendous. <laughs> at least in my opinion the i mean the names are the names are the names right like it's it's unique to this tournament and i think a lot of the names are unique like the punch the cliques the uh what the, the fuck is the cliques? i i wish i could tell you i could google it super quick um <laughs> may not even get the right answer but the the logos are interesting like for example for the fireballs it's literally just kind of like a reincarnation of a baseball logo. And I can't think of, I think it's a minor league team, but it's a golf ball that's on fire. <laughs> and it looks like it's flying through the air. But uh, a couple of them, like the Dustin Johnson's team, the aces is like a knockoff. Four aces. The four aces, sorry. Uh, is like a knockoff version of the Crimson Tide logo. Just slightly different in the format or in the font, I should say. Okay, I'm looking at them now. Yep. Yeah. Oh, the uh, the Fireballs logo. It, it's like the uh, it's kind of like the logo and the cover of the the movie Major League. That's what. Mm. It is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It kind of looks like that. But I mean, like all in all, it's kind of cool. So outside of the corny and kind of cringy names and and logos and things like that, the Niblicks. <laughs> um each team so dustin johnson's the captain obviously uh there's 12 of them but each week they have a snake draft where they draft the players for their team heading into each week and so the, the teams comprise of four obviously the captain being one so they draft three golfers and then rounds one and two you take your your top two player scores and then in the third and final round you take your top three player scores and then so like each captain i'm assuming has their own team and then there's the standings throughout the year and at the end uh in the in the eighth and final tournament uh team championship in miami it's like a four team mat or a four person team match play bracket style which is going to be super cool yeah. on its own um so that, I mean that that's different. It's definitely neat. Uh, the thing that really is taking people away is the payouts, and that's what we kind of talked about earlier on Twitter, uh, yep. where it kind of started the whole thing. Dustin Johnson, for example, made seventy five million dollars in his first not first, but in his fifteen years competing in the PGA. They offered him one hundred twenty five million just to come play in this league. Yeah. Have you it's looked insane. up all of the payouts and how yep. stupid it is? Of individuals to join the league or the payouts for the tournaments? Just payouts for the tournaments. Yeah, no, they're ridiculous. The fact, I think, I saw the breakdown in total winners, individual winners, could make up to $30 million across um, the eight, or seven tournaments, I should say, because like one of them has a $14 million payout. One's like an $8 million payout for the winner. Um, so $4 if, million, stuff like that. But just insane numbers. Say like you win each week individually. Your team, because that's the thing too. You get money for your team winning. Mm -hmm. You get money for you individually winning, and then if you you get money at the very end in the final team championship. Say you were to win every single event, your team wins every single event. You can earn up to an extra seventy five million dollars. Yeah, which is ridiculous on top of what they're already getting paid. So in each regular season event, there's a twenty five million dollar purse. Twenty of it is split over the forty eight golfers. The yep. winner gets four million. And then last gets 120,000. So it's kind of like the same way that PGA does their payouts where it's like tiered yep. so on and so forth. But still to put it in perspective, the masters winner got 2.7 million and yeah. in each of these events, everyone's getting four. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> like the masters is probably the biggest major in golf, biggest event in golf. And now just some of these, I, I guess, quote unquote, regular, tournaments are going to be paying out 1.5 times as much. And not only that, you got to add to this too. The remaining 5 million is dispersed among the top three teams in the event. So you got to think if you're, if, if you win, there's a good chance that the winner is going to have a top three team 
in the event as well. Yep. The first first place team gets three million, then one point five, then five hundred thousand. Obviously, that's dispersed between four people, but still, if you right. finish top three, that's an extra at least hundred thousand dollars in your pocket. Yep. Um, at the at the end of the year, players who competed in at least four events will divide a thirty million dollar bonus pool. The winner of the of the league individually gets a cool 18 million dollars on top of everything else that they're getting second gets 8 million and then it kind of goes on down down the line yep um and then in the season finale the winning team that wins the bracket style splits 16 million so that's an extra four per person and then every team that partakes gets prize money the last place team so the 12th place team gets even gets a million dollars to split Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So you could suck all season long because I think what what else is cool is that it's a season, quote unquote. Um, that they yeah. Are- so I think there's a tournament about pretty about every two to three weeks. It's not weekly like the PGA. Yep. Um, so. but you could suck all season long, come and last every single tournament, and still make two hundred fifty thousand dollars because of the million divided by four for your team at the end of the year. Plus, I mean, yeah, you're making comfortable, mo- very, very yeah. comfortable money while playing. in I mean, if you choose to, I'm, I'm not sure if there's cut. Well, okay, so there's no cuts. No cuts. Sure. Yeah, but I don't know if like somebody will like not be invited back if they shoot like 15 over par or right. something. One of the first events. But regardless, as long as you're a, you're not just some hack out there, you're going to be making well over what you would in the PGA. All backed by these large corporations, by these Saudi Arabian oil. Uh, gurus, and then obviously you have the CEO, Greg Norman, which that is a big reason why I think this golf league has success is because of him. Yep. No, I agree. And I think too, what else was, uh, well, I was just going to say what else was enticing, I think for the big, big names like Dustin Johnson, Phil, is that because they have an exemption for a lot of these major tournaments, um, like the Masters, the US Open, things like that, even though they had to resign from the PGA and yeah, they can't play in the Ryder cup. Um, well, Phil didn't resign, but Dustin Johnson resigned, can't play in the Ryder cup. He still gets to, unless they do something about it, he that, still gets yeah. to shoot in the masters, the U S open, uh, the open championship. So I don't really think that they can like, I feel like if you get exemption, you get exemption no matter what. Happens. Right. I think that's my thought too. Yeah. Is that so, no matter what he's going to be able to play for, I think it's the next 10 years. Does DJ has, yeah. exemption so so he's i mean he said he still plans on playing in the majors and i just think it's kind of silly i mean obviously the pga they're they want to kind of own their own monopoly in golf and if they're not paying players they don't want people to come play whenever they're getting paid more somewhere else so i mean i kind of get it but at the same time it's like pay, you almost got to pay your players more like the fact that dj has only made 75 million dollars in 15 years while being the number one golfer for you know five to eight of those years is right. kind of ridiculous on its own. Yeah, um, but people can say like, Oh, that's, that's still like so much money, but it's like, yeah. But then you look at other sports like baseball and you have guys signing five-year deals for 150 million. And so it's like DJ has been playing for 15 years and getting half that amount. When you've got guys in sports like the MLB who are playing five years and getting twice as much. I so. mean, you could kind of almost equate it to being to Patrick Mahomes of golf top tier level. Yeah. He got 500 million for 10 years and right. He's gotten 75 million and 15. So it's going to be, it's going to be really fun. If you have time, tune into it Thursday morning, give it a chance. Obviously you're not going to tune in on Thursday morning. It's going to be like the smoothest broadcast ever. They do have one of the guys that used to commentate uh, premier league doing the play by like play by play commentary and things like that. So you're telling me they they couldn't pull Jim Nance from CBS. I don't think they would let that happen. (laughs) Um, But I mean, at the end of the day, like 
the this first weekend might be a little rocky and a little shaky, but it's going to be kind of fun. I'm not sure what books have lines out, but there are out, odds out on it already. DJ is the heavy favorite, but it's still good odds, plus 340. So Yeah, no, that's, that's good odds. Next is Louis Usaysen at plus 850. So, I mean, honestly, if I could find it and I'm betting, I'm going to bet DJ just because. Yep. I Why think not? I thought about it too for betting purposes, not necessarily to be win. really cool. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that because it's only three rounds, you know, that might benefit some of these older guys. Um, so not necessarily saying that, you know, Phil Mickelson's going to go out there and just dominate the field, but because he has to play one less day, he might, his knees might feel a little bit better. He might play a little bit better than he does during PGA. So Worth look, worth looking at, but that that's true. But I mean, as far as betting purposes too, I think it'll be cool to eventually, like, if books start adding this, you bet on team matchups since we're doing the teams and like props and everything with that. Like, it's just such a different dynamic to the game that we haven't seen before. And if they can execute it, I think it'll be really cool. Yeah. So, I think so everyone's too. everyone's like shitting on it, but I think it's gonna be awesome. So, yeah. That that's pretty much the LIV fifty four live golf league. Uh, I, did, I will say the one sure. other thing that I thought was really cool is that they're doing shotgun starts. So you have uh, shotgun starts in the tournaments where I, isn't shotgun starts everybody starts on the same or different holes? Yeah. <laughs> I think he, someone's at Ethan's door. Uh, but sorry, my, uh, my air kicked on and it just started blasting in my mic. So I was like, I thought someone was like knocking on the door, but yeah, shotgun start (laughs) people start in different holes. They do that in the PGA for the first two rounds, but once they make the cut, then they all tee off on them. Ah, see, I did not know that. So now what I thought was really interesting isn't quite as interesting, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, when I think it's kind of different that they're having, I think rounds will be a hell of a lot quicker because you got to think you're only having a 48 person uh, field. Yeah. Divide that up. Usually they usually have three people in groupings. That's 16 groupings. So every, I mean that that, the entire day will be about five hours rather than a whole PGA day, which is like 12. So you'll be able to sit down and watch fucking everyone go through. In in the amount of time that you can watch a baseball game, just about, or a football game. So that's kind of cool. I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't even think about that. I didn't even know they were doing that because I thought that they were such little fields that they were doing that. So true. Yep. That's, that's live golf in a nutshell. Super excited. Tune in if you can. Uh, It's going to be pretty cool to watch. And then let's, let's hop into one of our other things. So we don't bore people (laughs) with golf and UFC. If they're not golf and UFC fans. Um, let's do best thing you saw this week. Deal. Um, I can go first. I have one big best thing I saw this week, but I I had two things that popped in my head when we brought up this topic. The first one is just very simply, obviously I'm a big MLB guru Cardinals fan. So best thing I saw this week was (laughs) what you're going to pick mine. You're going to steal from me. I don't know. I may not because it's not about the actual Cardinals team. Um, but it's the resurgence of Michael Waka this year. Oh, um, something that I, you know, I I knew he was doing all right. He's been dominating, but I saw him throw a complete game shutout last night. And I was like, you know what? Let me look into his stats a little bit. Sub two ERA. I think he's four and one. He's just been throwing really, really well. His changeup looks really good. Um, always kind of, you, you feel good to see guys who leave the Cardinals or your favorite team, for example, and they they have success when they didn't have success with you because Matt Carpenter, same exact thing right now. He leaves, goes to the Yankees and already has, I think four home runs and maybe six total hits. But, I was going to uh, say, he, he doesn't have over 10 hits. Yeah. For sure. Um, so it's just cool to see those guys have success because they were not having it in St. Louis, which, you know, and at the same time sucks, but still good for them. And then just the other thing really fast that I wanted to bring up that I thought was really cool, and I got a chance to watch a couple games, is just the amount of runs in the college baseball regional games this past week. It's unbelievable, especially in the Stillwater region. You had like Oklahoma State and Arkansas 
games that were 29 to 15, 20 to 12. The Missouri State Bears were in that regional as well. And I think they played in a game that was like 16 to 7 or something. It's just, I started to look. I thought it was just that region. But then I started to look across college baseball, and there are just runs being scored all over the place. And I don't know if it's because they still use the metal bats and guys are getting stronger and exit velocity is a lot higher, but it's just, it's crazy to see. Well, so yeah, I thought that too. I'm like, holy shit, these games are insane. And then the first game that I really sit down and pay attention to and bet on, I bet on, on, I'm not sure you probably didn't pay attention, but the Stanford Texas state game last Mm -hmm. night, I bet on that uh, Stanford minus one and a half on the run line because Stanford versus Texas state Uh, (laughs) one to one going into the bottom of the seventh and I fell asleep on it. Huh. This is bullshit. I was like, yep. of course. And one game I bet on is the most boring shit in the entire world. But I think yeah. the over would have hit on every Stillwater regional game because I, I was trying to look at it earlier, and I'm pretty sure at least nine runs were scored in every single one of those games. Just ridiculous. Jesus. So those were but, mine, but what is yours? What is your best mine, thing you saw? Mine, and it might be a little biased, uh, but – I really didn't see a whole lot of crazy shit happen this past weekend. Uh, a little bias going to go back to the Cardinals, but it is the, uh, and it kind of touches on what we've talked about over the past month or so. It's the Ollie Marmol ejection. Cause yes. about fucking time. Somebody gave the umps what they deserve mm-hmm. runs out, gets in his face, gets in the plate, fucking draws the line of where the plate is. That was <laughs> great. Then, like, I'm just like, Someone has to do it because these umps have been horrendous. It's not getting any better. And I saw that. I'm like, yes, finally. It's just, it's getting worse. There's a guy on TikTok, and I'm going to be honest, I don't like his account at all because he's just annoying the way he talks. But he he posts anytime the umps have a bad call, like every single time, because people will comment in his comment section, like, go look at top eight Aaron Judge versus blah, blah, blah. And just some of the calls you see, I mean, there's there's pitches that are right down the middle that are being called balls. There's pitches four inches off the plate that are being called strikes. The second time this year already, tonight in this Cardinals-Rays game, there was a ball that was hit down the first baseline that was called foul off the hitter's foot, wasn't anywhere close to his foot. That happened to the Cardinals a couple weeks ago as well. And it's not reviewable. So it's just like, nope, fouled off his foot, not even Dude, close. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. We got to start getting... We got to get some of these old men out. I mean, I, as much as it pains me to say, like, I'm sorry, but sorry to be like a, uh, no, like I, a, I, like a millennial, but like, you got to get these, <laughs> you got to get these old fucking dudes out of there whenever literally it is your job to see and yep. your eyes start failing you after like 50. So you got to, you got to step the fuck away. That's well, I, I like, I get it and I hate it at the same time. I get why guys don't speak up and why coaches don't speak up and like call it out because you get fined or you get in trouble with the league. But I hate that. That's a thing. Like if dudes suck, fucking call them out. Like suck. in your post game presser, be like that. This ump was the worst I've seen in the entire year. I think he should be fired from his job. <laughs> I don't ever want to see him on one of my games again. Like I just wish somebody would say something. And I feel like it's not as often where we see umps get punished or umps get demoted or refs and football right. get demoted more than we see players. Angel Hernandez, prime example. If you're that bad, there should be a triple A of umpiring. I mean, exactly. technically there is because there's the triple A. But like, Send his ass down. There's got there's stats of some sort. Oh, yeah. Cardinals just tied it up. There's stats of some sort where you could call up, um, send down. Um, and I'm like, it's getting to the point where you almost got to kind of consider that. Yeah. No, it's that I bad agree. this year. It's it just- is probably granted I'm paying attention to baseball more than I have in the last five, six years, but it is getting exponentially worse. Like every day and it's not getting better. But to, to my <laughs> point about the Cardinals and Ali Marmel thing, it was funny because I was hanging out with Cyrus that night or on Saturday. And uh, you should know. So everyone should know Cyrus been yep. a guest of the podcast. Um, we're like, okay, he gets tossed, but it's a double header. So it's like, okay, you just got to leave for an hour and then come back later. Come back. I'm like, I thought about that. I was like, does he have to, is he gone for the rest of the day? No, he got to come back later. So it's yep. like. And I think most of the time they just hang out in the clubhouse anyways. They don't even leave. They're just like, I'm going to go watch TV right. in the clubhouse, wait for my team to be done. Probably go lift weights, you know. Yep. Jack around. 
shit like that. But anyway, that was the best thing I saw this week just because it's so much fun to see uh, coaches, managers explode like that. And grand, it was deservedly so on the uh, on the Elms part. So yeah. Without further ado, we're going to save our drinking game for the last, of course. Uh, Ethan, do you need a beer before we dive into UFC? I do. So unless you're grabbing something, too, I'll let you do some introductions because obviously you know way more about UFC than I do. I'm going to grab a beer and I will be right back. All right. While Ethan is doing that this weekend, Saturday night, I believe it's a night card. Yes. Saturday night, pay-per-view event. Glover Teixeira, Yuri Prohaska, big title fight. Um, those you know, Glover Teixeira, this will be his, I believe, his first title defense. It'll be his first title defense on this stint holding the belt if he's ever had it before. I can't recall because the dude's like 90 years old. So there's that title fight, and there's also Valentina Shevchenko versus Taya Santos, uh, which is crazy stupid odds so we all we always cover um big ufc cards up and down me and jared have been pretty insane knock on wood at handicapping (laughs) usd lately like we that's where we've been winning all of our money so hopefully we can keep the same uh let's not let's not wait let's dive right into it uh we'll do the main event glover to yuri prohaska Teixeira defending his title, plus 170. Yuri, minus 200. I think I think we may see Glover Teixeira get put in a casket at the end of this fight. I That was my initial thoughts, too. You know, not not being able, not seeing a lot. I think I've seen Glover fight before. I've not seen Yuri Prochaska. Is that correct? Prochaska. Prochaska. Um, fight before. But I was just looking at the tail of the tape and kind of looking at their stats running down. And I... I wouldn't be surprised if Yuri. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I 270 and MD 85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1 800 GAM. One by KOTKO in like the second round of this fight, just looking at his stats and in, in terms of his uh upright fighting. <laughs> the dude is literally ridiculous. 28, 3 and 1, 25 knockouts. Uh the I mean, he's a he's a legitimate psychopath. Uh, the, <laughs> the, I mean, I'm not kidding. The first time I saw him fight was two or three years ago, and like he was literally smacking himself in the face, like in the octagon. Like hmm. trying to taunt the other guy, like he's crazy, and he's so much fun to watch. Meanwhile, on the other hand, you got Glover Teixeira, who he's really like is kind ancient, of like, is he? Yeah, he's forty-two years old. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a takedown guy. He's, he's gonna get you down, grind you out. I think if Yuri can keep it on the feet for as long as possible, not even really, it doesn't have to be that long, but keep it on the feet and not just get like dragged to the ground and sat on. Yeah, uh, it, it's not even going to be close. I legitimately, and I'm not even joking you, ten units on this fight on Yuri. <laughs> I I don't hate it. Um, for those of you who may remember when we talked about UFC two seventy, we killed it. We killed it, and I bet on Michael Chandler to win in the second round by knockout. It happened, <laughs> did and you bet I it? and I did, not much, like five bucks. Um. <laughs> Hey, for and for, pro, for crazy like novelty bets like that, you can't throw a lot on. No, absolutely not. But my point being is, for somebody from the outside looking in, you know, I've seen Michael Chandler fight a couple times before. Obviously, Mizzou guy. I think back when I was still in Missouri, 
we I would go over to like Travs or Jarrett's and we'd all watch if it was like a Michael Chandler, obviously a Ben Askren or a Tyron Woodley fight. But anyways, um, just kind of going off. I went a lot of that off the stats that I saw, their records, their history, um, kind of their momentum going into the fights. And I'm going to make the same exact prediction for Yuri. I'm going Yuri in the second round by knockout or TKO. And if you want to tail it, that's cool. But um, that's what I I'm like that's what I'm it. riding with for this fight. So I like it. And I will give you those odds as soon as my computer stops. Oh, I've got them. It is uh, plus 550. Huh. Which is very close to what Michael. Oh, Chandler's my was. gosh. What? It, I mean, just just Yuri by uh, by TKO. Dude, my computer is such a fuck. I want to say it was minus 110. I don't remember for sure, just by TKO. Just Yuri by TKO is minus 135. 135, okay. So, I mean, I'm not kidding you when I say I'm going to lay the hammer. I'm going to lay all I got. No, I'm not, obviously. Not all I got. <laughs> I'm not going to lay my fucking entire bank account. But, like, whatever I'm comfortable payroll-wise losing that's what I'm going to bet responsibly, yeah. not, not, not betting advice, but it is, um, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. And I'm, I'm feel that confident. I'm like, the dude, the psychopath, I think Glover is just too old to defend the title. I don't know how he even beat Jan Blachowicz in the first place, but yeah, it is what Doesn't it is. So I, I got Yuri there. Uh, the, the second title fight. You I really, really, you really like those minus six thirty yeah. odds. Valentina Shevchenko. <laughs> I mean, Santos is no joke. 19 and one. I'm not saying this is going to happen by any means, but it's the same thing with the Juliana Pena, Amanda Nunez fight. Whenever everyone thought that it was just a lock in the bag. I mean, Santos has one losses by split decision uh, three years ago. So I, I'm not saying that she's going to win, but I'm saying that there is a slight possibility. I will not yeah. even, I wouldn't even put Valentina in a parlay because the odds are so bad. Yep. But no, absolutely not. Not for those odds. So I'm going to sit back and just hope for a good fight. Uh, I actually got a. And they're also actually, those odds are even worse on FanDuel right now. Shevchenko is minus 770. Seriously? Yeah. When I was looking, um, one of the things I liked with this fight, even though it might be on un- the unpopular opinion, but uh, is will the fight go the distance? I said, no, it's minus 108. It's not terrible odds. I don't know if this fight will go the full five rounds. So they fought, they, uh, no, they haven't fought before, but it's just so tough. Like, with, I'm sorry, like, I hate to be that guy, but it's so tough with women's fights because you never know how they're going to go about it. Same thing with the Ro- with the Thug Rose fight, like oh my two God. killers, and they just stand there. The entire I hated that. That was the worst fight in UFC history. I'm sorry, it was out of Valentina's 22 wins, 15 have been finishes. So I, I don't really know. I'll probably just stay away. But yeah. I hope she wins because I have a Valentina Shevchenko piece of octagon canvas hmm. UFC card. So. Nice. Did is that from the uh, thing that you get the cards through? I can't remember what you told me it was, but you got the uh, signed. Who was that the other day that you showed me the signed card that you got? Baseball player, or no, it was a football player. It was uh, Mizzou. Oh, it was Nick Bolton. Yeah, Nick Bolton. Jesus, I yeah, couldn't remember. If you're in the card trading, download the whatnot app. You can get cool deals there. So, um, yeah. So obviously. I think she's gonna. I think she'll win. I just hope for a good fight. I mean, when I say good fight, I mean knockout, submission, right? Or just total bloodbath. Like I, yep. I don't want another Thug Rose fight. Yeah, um, standing around just waiting for somebody to do something for five rounds, especially, yeah, a five round fight, second fight of the night. We got Yuri and Glover next. If it's been boring, I don't want to sit there and watch them be boring, but I don't think it will. We'll move on to the fight before that, which is. And I never understood. Is I don't know if it's Wiley Zhang or Zhang Wiley. I think some names get flip flopped because, like, oh, I, yeah, ESPN, I have no idea. On the ESPN app and like on other apps, it's Zhang Wiley. Mm-hmm. But on, I'm pretty sure. I want to say like on like the fight screen at the bottom, it just says Zhang. Hmm. So I don't know if that's her last name. I Either have, or uh, 
on UFC's official page, it's Zhang Wiley. So I'm assuming that's what it is. Who knows? Okay. Well, either way, she is a minus 160 favorite against Joanna Jim Jacek. I would not have said that correctly. <laughs> I was looking at it right now. I was like, Jed Dreschik? I mean, that's close, but. Jim, Joanna Jim Jacek. Uh, I mean, two really good fighters. Uh, I didn't think that Zhang was going to lose the belt, uh, but she did. And since then, she hasn't, I mean, she hasn't won since she lost the belt uh, in 2017 to Rose. I don't think she can afford this loss. She is the favorite. And I think on the other hand, Joanna has just not been the same since she lost her belt. Uh, or I'm sorry. Joanna has not been the same since she lost her belt to Rose in 2017. Yep. Zhang has not won either since she lost her belt. So it's kind of like the same thing. It's like who is going to be the better fighter to come out of this in the end to get back to that title fight? Who do you got? Yeah, this one was tough for me. Um, Again, I've seen Zhang Wiley fight. I don't know if I've seen Joanna or Joanna. Joanna. You've seen her fight. Probably um during another card and i just didn't remember but just going again off of the stats that i looked up the momentum and things like that i i think zhang wiley has more to lose so i think that she comes out a little stronger um so that i was gonna go with the favorite and it's not terrible odds to even just pick straight up for zhang wiley to win it right now it's at minus 170 on fanduel so a little bit lower but i just don't know this one was tough it is tough. I think I'm going to end up going with Zhang. Uh, Joanna's last fight was a little over. It was two years and three months ago to the to tonight when we're talking about it, March seventh of 2020. Lost by split decision. It was an extremely, extremely, extremely close fight um, where I think it could have gone either way, but Wiley came down with a decision. And I'm not saying that's going to happen again. I think anything could happen. Joanna, definitely a good fighter. But I'm putting my money with Zhang. Uh, I've seen her. She's very dominant when she wants to be. If she can, you know, apply pressure and be the fighter that she was before she lost the belt, I don't think it's a doubt in my mind that she wins. So I'm going to take her unit and a half, minus 165, minus 170, whatever you're going to get it at. Yep. I I would do the exact same thing. That's just... uh. Again, it was tough for me, but I think that's the best decision to make. So I'm just going to ride with you because I think you know what you're talking about. Let's do it. (laughs) You have any other? Do you have? Is there any bet on this on the entire car prelims, early prelims that stood out to you? There, there wasn't really anything that I was like, oh, I'm going to bet on that. Um, But and I don't have the odds for it, but there is a prelim fight, and now my computer doesn't want to load it. Um, but it's a guy making his debut. It is, uh, he only had one name listed on the UFC website, like Ma, Maha, oh, Ma, Mahashadi, Mahashadi. Yes. Yes. <laughs> on the um, UFC, on the ESPN card, it says Mahashadi, Mahashadi. So I'm assuming, I guess maybe he just has one name, but, uh, debut fight. He's only one and oh in his MMA career in general. Um, but, I feel like debut fights against Steve Garcia. Um, I don't know. There's just something, and I'm probably there's probably a statistic to contradict what I'm about to say. So um, he's so probably the exact opposite. Before you what continue, he's yep. six and one, but one and zero oh in like UFC sanctioned events because he can't. He's came from Dana White's Contender Series. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That I'll makes continue. more sense than I was like. It would be crazy to jump into the UFC with only one fight under your belt, but Yeah, he came um, in from Dana White's Contender Series, so he's he's like fight for a contract type deal. Gotcha. But it seems like a a pretty even um stat line across for Steve Garcia and Mahashadi. And again, prove yourself debut, got something to lose. I taking dog value? Yeah, guys guys taking their or making their debut to me just seem like it means more to them. And I feel like we've seen that with other fighters with, and to me, it's just Mizzou bias, but we saw it with Ben Askren. We saw it with Michael Chandler. Those guys walked in and they, uh, they dominated the first person that they, I mean, Ben Askren didn't necessarily dominate, but he won fair and square. 
So I kind of see something similar that could happen here. Yeah. I, I like taking guys uh, on their on their debuts if it's like a an okay even matchup and you got good value with it. So I don't, I mean I don't hate it. Uh, I think I took a guy. We took one of our only losses last weekend was a guy on his debut, and he was like plus four hundred odds, and he lost. But at plus one forty five, you would imagine it's that that line for a reason. And yeah. uh, so I'm, I'm in it with you. I'll ride that. I'll we'll, we'll play some money on that together. So deal. Uh, Mahashadi Mahashadi. <laughs> uh, plus I did look on Fanduel. It is uh, Hayaser. Mahashadi. So his first name is Hayaser. I'm probably saying that wrong, but um, it is listed on. There. So uh, however, now that we know. Pronounced in China. But yes, we. It is we, what it we is. Don't, we don't know, but there you go. Um, I'm gonna roll down the main card a little bit more. The fourth match, so the second fight on the main card, rather, it is Roger Bontorin and I don't even know Manel Cape with a K. Sounds great. K-A-P-E. Sounds exactly uh, what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, Bontarin plus one ninety. I think the value is all the way there. I'm taking Bontarin. I think if he can find takedowns, he wins. He's eleven and one on ground finishes. And Cape, he's a striker by nature. Uh, I don't think unless he is training. I'm sure he's training to defend the takedown, but. Sometimes that's a lot more easier said than done. I think if Bontarin can land, he's got a 60% takedown accuracy in the UFC. With these odds at plus 190, it's just hard to pass up for the type of fight that I think this could end out to be. Could be uh, take him down, grind him out on top type deal, or take him down, you know, find a neck, grab a hold of it, finish him. Bontarin plus 190, odds are too good. Yeah, I'm going to let you... uh... I'm going to let you wrap this card up because I've kind of said everything that I know. So yeah. I'm, only, I'm just going to ride with you the rest of the way. <laughs> I only have one more because outside of the main card, honestly, which is a kind of a rarity, there's not a whole lot that I love. I might throw, we might throw a couple out there before this weekend on the old Twitagra. Um, but the first fight of the main card, it is Jack Della Madalena. I'm telling you, these names are fucking dumb, dude. These they just need to have <laughs> names like Jack Smith or something. And then Ramazan Emiv. Guarantee you pronounce neither of those right. That's, that's um, right. Della Madalena. I'm just gonna call you Jack, okay? That's Sounds great. Call you. Jack, minus 160, laying a unit and a half on him. Dude's an animal. He's had only one fight of his go-to decision, whereas Emiv has had his last eight go-to decision. Uh just Seems like the type of guy that kind of just waits, feels things out, gets take down, writes things out. I think this fight's going to come down to the be to the aggressor being more active. You have to think that's going to be Jack. Um, the dude just pushes forward, gets finishes, and that's pretty much the end of the story. Unless he gets taken <laughs> down, like I said, and rode out, kind of like the whole thing with Yuri and Glover. I think this is kind of the same matchup style that we're going to see to start off the main card and finish the main card. So hopefully we get two knockouts in our favor, taking Jack minus 160, unit and a half. I like it. There you have it. I also like the idea of having two knockouts on the main card. Be Hopefully an exciting card if that happens. So. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, I get it. I used to be the one planning my day around finding a bathroom and living in fear of an accident. I tried the pills and pads, but they just weren't working for me. If you're living like I was, it's time to find an expert physician and ask them about Axonics therapy. It's not another drug. It's an advanced therapy that is proven to provide lasting relief for overactive bladder. Still not sure? You can even try it first to make sure it works for you. You're not alone and you don't have to put up with this anymore. You just have to take the first step towards finding real relief. 
Visit findrealrelief.com to find a bladder specialist. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonix therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. Here we go. Yeah, always, always love to see knockouts. I mean, sometimes decisions can be fun, but submissions and knockouts nothing better that rush yeah decisions can be fun if they're really going at it the entire the entire fight like it's an exciting fight from start to finish people are throwing punches throwing kicks it's very nerve-wracking when you have a bet on it (laughs) yes yes it is it's really fun when you have a bet on somebody and they knock them out or submit them that is exhilarating and you know what's even more fun is when you have a bet on somebody and herb dean is your ref no, not fun. That is zero percent fun. Zero percent funno. Speaking of UFC, uh, if anyone has ESPN Plus, you should check out the newest season of The Ultimate Fighter, season thirty. Amanda Nunez, Juliana Pena are the coaches, and they are fighting at the end of the season. So nice. Go check that out if you haven't already. Um, let's finish it up. Let's finish it up here. Hop off. I was gonna say. Uh, one more thing about UFC, and it's that the next card is a doozy. And I will be in town with Trav during We're that fight. It live, so July we might weekend. we might be coming to you with some picks then, but we oh my god, will. that that card is ridiculous. So just be ready for that. Yes, if you're listening. for those of you who don't know, it's Adesanya Cannoneer, Volkanovsky, Holloway, Sean Striction, Sean Striction. Ah, it's the whiskey. Sean Strickland, Alex Pereira, Sean O'Malley, Uriah Hall, Macy Barber. I mean, it. Robbie Lawler. This Misha fight, Tate. It's just, Un, just unbelievable card. It, it's it's a dumb card. So that we will come to you with picks for sure. These will be in town Fourth of July weekend. I mean, just America, right? Uh, I mean, Nothing better than a fighting, UFC fight during fighting and fireworks. America weekend, absolutely. Fighting, fireworks, barbecue. Something bad's going to happen that weekend. We're calling it now. Probably so. Anytime you throw me and Trav together in a (laughs) semi-vacation for me, (laughs) nothing good can come out of it. Florida 2015, baby. Let's finish this bad boy up. You good on your drink? I am good on my drink. Got a little over half of a beer left. so We're going to be finishing that. We're gonna round out the episode with a little drinker pass. Uh, we kind of got this idea, so we're no, we're not. We're gonna admit that we are. We're borrowing it. We're not stealing it. Yeah. From ESPN exactly. Radio, where they do, uh, I don't even know what they call it. So I, I know one of the shows, and I cannot remember which one, but they do like a uh, shake it or take it, and then the other one does like buy or sell. Um, the one, yeah, the one that I, the one that I heard was buy or sell. Yeah. So we're gonna do uh, drink or. I couldn't think of anything that rhyme would drink. I tried so hard. Drink or like, drink or stink. I don't know. Something drink, like that. I mean, it could be another D. Drink or dump. Here we go. Yeah. I I'm like dump that. it away. Like All right. I'm gonna go off first. So I got four. How many do you have? Oh, I, I only had three, but I'm good with that. Oh, we that's can, perfect. We so can I'll, ride four. I'll start three. it and I'll end it. Sweet. End it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, all right. And mine, mine vary all over the fucking place with sports. Right. Mine, I have one of every mind. four major sports. So I do not, but I'm ready. Starting off, the Chicago White Sox team that we currently see will not win 80 games. I'll drink to that. They just have not looked great this year, and it, it, which is surprising. And I know they've had a couple injuries. You know, that's that no excuse to how it's, bad they're playing. It's though. not. I know Lance Lynn's working his way through the minors right now in rehab. I know Eloy Jimenez has been out, but that team has just looked atrocious. And the fact that they're in probably the easiest division in baseball and they're sitting below 500, letting the twins not necessarily run away with the division right now, but I mean, they've got a sizable lead on them, which is crazy because the twins aren't anything to write home about either. No, I mean, they, I mean, they signed uh, Carlos Correa and he's not even playing right now. (laughs) And they're still playing as well as they are. It's kind of crazy, but yeah, no, I, it'll be close. 80 games will be close. They might get hot. Who knows? But I'll drink to that. All right. Ethan's drinking to her. All right. right. What do you got on tap for us? All right. I'm going to switch the vibe real fast on you. Um, 
This one is an NFL question. We're a little far away from the season, but wanted to bring some NFL action. I swear action to God, here. if you stole my fucking NFL question, I'm going to chop you in the throat. It might be. We'll see, though. Um, Deshaun Watson. God damn it! <laughs> will never play a snap for the Cleveland Browns. Oh, mine was way lesser than that. <laughs> I so, told you I was coming in hot. I'm, I'm going to dump that one because okay. mine wasn't as much. I think he plays. They just have so much investment. I here, we'll put it this way. If he doesn't play a snap for the Cleveland Browns, God damn it. If he doesn't play a snap for the Cleveland Browns, I don't think he plays a snap in the NFL again. That I, I will drink to that one because you're right. They paid him so much money. If he is, not going to play for the Browns. Yeah, he's probably not going to play ever again because even if he suspended a year, I I cannot see him getting suspended for two years. But the issue is, is if the investigation comes to light and some they're shit not, went down and he ends up like getting in legal trouble, he now may never new play shit again. coming out. I saw that he's got like, like sixty six masseuses in seventeen months or something like that. And I'm just like, <laughs> what is what is going on here? Like, well, then did you see his attorney today? His attorney today came out and was basically like. Yeah, happy endings at the massage parlor aren't necessarily illegal. Uh, to me, that just seems like something shady right there when you're like, yeah, Deshaun Watson might have been getting some handies in the back, but that's that's not illegal. It's fine. I mean, it's just crazy. It's just ridiculous that like there's just more and more unfolding. So it's like yeah. either either gets in trouble, it's not in trouble, I'll fucking move on with it. Because uh, mine, mine was Deshaun Watson plays – uh, less than 10 games this season. Okay. Yeah. I, I would definitely drink to that based on mine. <laughs> so, so you think he get you think he gets over a seven game suspension? I, if the investigation if continues into the preseason and some more things come to light, I think that they might suspend him for an entire year. That's kind of where I'm at with it, but Here we go low key, high key. Yep. Baker Mayfield is putting out all these allegations. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Just trying to get himself a chance to play again and prove himself. I mean, he's going to play. He's starting the season. Right. No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. Deshaun Watson is not starting the year. Um, well, that's probably why I they mean, didn't want to trade Baker because they're like, Baker, we need a good backup option. I hope Baker just comes out and just balls. And they're like, Jesus Christ, what do we do? Cause <laughs> no one's going to take that money, contract yeah. now or not even just the con. No one's going to take him. You're just going to have to eat the money and cut him. Um, didn't they give him so much guaranteed too? Like it was a ridiculous amount of guaranteed money. I thought it, I thought it was like 250 million. It was the whole contract. Yeah. But I think like 175 million of it was guaranteed or something Either like way, that. Something too ridiculous. much of it. Yeah. Too much of it was guaranteed for the shit that he was in and all the picks they gave up because I don't, I think they might be able to recoup some of that money if he gets in legal trouble or some or all of the money if he gets in legal trouble, but the picks are gone. Yeah. Oh my god. Video. They can't get those back. So stupid. Um, moving on. My next one. It's bold. <laughs> we live for the hot takes. Tampa Bay Lightning take the series against the Rangers and win the cup. Uh, I'm gonna drink to that because <laughs> Pat Maroon four in a row, baby. Um, fuck Stan Kroenke. <laughs> fuck Stan Kroenke. I uh, I mean that Avalanche team just looks really good, and I hate to say it so much, but. Uh, Lightning are up two to nothing right now in the, at the end of the second period in Game Four to tie it up. If they can right hold up. that, it's a brand new ball game. So, um, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Uh, that take at all. I think that it's a, a very real possibility. I, it, as much as it would kind of suck to see the Lightning win three in a row, to see Pat Maroon win four in a row would just be a really cool story. It'd be great. And he scored the first goal tonight. Did he really? Mm-hmm. I haven't been watching. I've been doing prep and doing other shit. Yes, he did. Big All right. Alive. <clears throat> third, third, or your my second, your yeah. second. So yep. yeah. Um, this one's uh, going to be a homer take for you. I swear to God. Okay. okay. For you. Okay. For you. Um, <laughs> this one's also a little bit down the road. It is another NFL one. It is the Miami Dolphins will shock everyone and win the AFC East this year. Over the bills. Oh man, I want to drink to that. <laughs> if I if I didn't have, I have more faith in diarrhea, not shitting my pants, than to a tag of my lowest. Okay, 
But I will drink to that because okay. optimism. Because I think the offense is progressing a lot. So I'll drink to that too. That was going to be kind of my biggest takeaway is I feel like the offense Hopefully. has improved a lot. And if Tua can actually hit his weapons and space that offense out, that's it's going to I, be a, a decently dangerous team. I think it's going to, I think a lot of it is going to ride on uh, McDaniel. Like, yeah. And just yeah. the fact that we have a new head coach because Brian Flores was just not an offensive minded guy. So, and just the whole, I mean, nothing meshed well. The, the morale was probably low. I think everyone knew that Flores didn't want to. Uh, so at least we're coming in new headspace. So I'll take that. And especially if Josh Allen plays football the way he played golf, we'll be in really good shape. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Bold homer take. But I think okay. you might drink too with me. St. Louis Cardinals will win the NL Central. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. I'll Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. <laughs> the Brewers' offense stinks. Dude, it's horrible. And they've had so many injuries to their pitching staff, which was really, really good last year, and they they haven't played great this year. Corbin Burns still looks good, but um, Peralta's on the IL for an extended period of time. Woodruff just got hurt. He wasn't looking super great anyways. They got Eric Lauer, who had a good start to the season. I don't think he'll have a good finish to the season. And, yeah, their offense is just – it's duty to to put it quite bluntly. So if the Cardinals can get back healthy, if they get Flaherty back and he's 2019 Flaherty, um, Tyler O'Neill came back today. If he can get hot because he had a struggle to the start of the season, but the Cardinals offense is incredible and their pitching staff are as banged up and thin as it is, has held their own. So yeah, I mean, I like it. The talent, <laughs> the talent that the Cardinals farm system can produce is just unbelievable. Yeah, it's just the fact that at any given night we can start four rookies and drop eight nine runs. Juan Yepes, Nolan Gorman, Brendan Donovan, who's arguably maybe the best rookie right now on our team. Um, it was thought other younger guys, dangerous yeah, ever. Just, in, just insane. So he was a guy that was supposed that. to come in and just eat up at bats whenever everyone else was yep. taking their days off, and now he's coming into the best rookie that we have and then you look at the pitching part of it it's been insane and that news that uh zach thompson is that his name yes zach thompson it has just been incredible here he came into his first appearance was great to throw to throw three innings in your first relief appearance as uh at wrigley pitcher at wrigley and give up zero runs right i don't think he gave up any runs so he did not i think he only had like three or four base runners in his three innings. Yeah. Either way, very good. So we drink to that. Let's finish it off. What do you got? I got you. Another uh, semi-homer take, but Paul Goldschmidt will win the NL MVP this year. <laughs> the dude has been just on something else. And like, I don't MLB fans just hate St. Louis. Very accustomed to that. That's going to happen. Uh, but the dude's been just on another level, like really. I mean, he's what uh, Nolan Arenado was to start the year, but now he's just like consistently doing it. And I think it's funny that the Cubs basically like almost didn't even let him continue his hit streak. Yeah, over the weekend Suck. he had like one at bat, and the rest of them were walks. So, yeah. uh, but I'll drink to that. Yeah, I like it a lot. I I think it's a. Uh... You know, Cardinals haven't had an MVP since 2007 or eight. I think it was whichever season Pools won his last one. Um, so to see a guy having as much production as Pools had during those glory days is uh, is really cool to watch, especially for a guy who's really underappreciated in the Goldschmidt. Like the dude's had a very under under the radar career and is still continuing to rake it. What, I think he's 32 years old, 33 years old. So. I mean, the fact that he never really got to be on a good team in Arizona, and now he's with St. Louis is just yep. awesome on its own. So he's like contributing to a good team. It makes it even that much better. So if you're not uh, from St. Louis or St. Louis fan, you hate St. Louis. I'm sorry, but we had to, <laughs> we had we had to throw throw those out there. Um, that's obviously a majority of the sports that we inhale and take in. So I'll give you one that. more before we before we end. It'll be a quick one. Because I just yeah, thought of it. The XFL will have an a full entire season in 2023. Absolutely. 
I was just thinking about that because I was thinking about the LIV and I was like, ah, XFL as well. And let's hope that the Battle Hawks are as good as what they were when the XFL first came around. Fill the dome, maybe. They announced the head coaches last weekend. uh, The Battle Hawks head coach is a former Rams linebacker, I believe. Hmm. So kind of cool. Ties to St. Louis. Played in the dome. Going to get the coach in the dome. So pretty cool. Um, all right. Well, that's it. We managed to make this one hell of an episode. Talked we came into golf. this thinking it was going to be a 30 minute episode and here we are at an hour. So you're welcome. Everyone talked about golf. Yes. 275 played a couple games as always. Thank you, Ethan, for joining us. And Absolutely. we I'm not sure if we'll be back next week. Actually, this time we'll tweet out if we are or not because shit always comes up and yep. you know, sometimes emergency pod situation we have to take it but if we're not back next week we'll be back the following week uh, but until then watch some golf put some bets in and we'll see you later let's go celtics peace, peace. <laughs> it's winter time when temperatures go down the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them so don't risk a costly replacement Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.